Hi guys, it's Kara, host of Everyone's Business But Mine. And let's be real, one thing that makes the show possible is by selling sponsorships to advertisers. One way you can support us in getting more sponsors is by telling us a little bit more about yourself. You can do that by filling out a quick survey at the link in the show description. Plus, your answers are anonymous. They'll help us learn what you love most about the show and how to make it even better. The questions will ask you about the things that help advertisers understand the audience. It'll only take a few minutes, and it's an easy way to help the show. So you can find the link in the show description. Thank you so much, and stay tuned for the rest of the show. It's that time of the year. Your vacation is coming up. You can already hear the beach waves, feel the warm breeze, relax, and think about work. You really, really want it all to work out while you're away. Monday.com gives you and the team that peace of mind. When all work is on one platform and everyone's in sync, things just flow. Wherever you are, tap the banner to go to Monday.com. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news... All right, I'll do. It. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Darcy and Stacy are very complex. The fact that they're twins makes it complex. When they were first born, they were both wanting attention at the same time. But you could not favor one over the other. The older they became, the more complex it became. Harder, harder, harder. They're both loving, and they're both stubborn. But Darcy is more demanding. When she doesn't get what she wants or she wants something, She's very fiery. Stacy has some of that, but she knows at some point she can turn it off. Darcy's very hard to turn Welcome to another episode of Everyone's Business But Mine with me, Kara Berry, Nine Edition. Join with me is one of the hosts of a Hollywood Crime Scene podcast, friend of the podcast, Rachel Fisher. Hello. Hello. Thanks uh, for having me. Oh, of course. Anytime. How are we feeling in our in the 90 Day Fiance? Just generally, how are you feeling about this era of 90 Day Fiance? Well, I gotta say, I think this season of happily ever after is the best season I've ever seen of happily Ooh. ever after. It's okay. so why, I mean, I am also attached particular to a lot of the characters, a lot of the cast members on this season. Like I just like, they're some of my favorites to watch. I wouldn't say favorite people <laughs> like <Yeah>. as, <laughs> as human beings, but in terms of like people I like to watch, like I love watching Paul. I love watching Larissa. I love watching Azuelu. So that's just exciting for me. I think also the other way, I mean, it's season two. I don't really think, I don't think it hits as hard as some of the other 90 day franchises. I don't know if it, 
I just, I don't know. I feel like they haven't really hit their stride yet. Maybe by season three, they'll have like figured it out how to like build a more compelling narrative. But yeah. um, overall, in terms of the other way, I think Devin and Ji Hoon's storyline is the most compelling this season. Oh, for sure. Um, so you guys, what we're going to do is talk about a little bit of Happily Ever After, a little bit of The Other Way, and then we're getting into the premiere episode of Darcy and Stacy. Darcy is very close to both of our hearts, I think we should we should say. I think yeah, we, we love Darcy. We're not Darcy haters here. We actually no. love this woman and want the best for her. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> um, so just a quick fire with Happily Ever After. How are we feeling about Asuelu and his mother and his sister? Tammy and them trying to shake him down for cash I mean like I know this is like apparently a part of like their culture at least in their family to give money but I mean they they don't have any money Kalani and Azuelu he what does he do he works part-time at a yogurt shop yeah and she's basically a single mom because what let's be honest what the hell is Azuelu doing yeah, like, Kalani's the mother of three. She's a mother of three. And I don't know. I, I also feel like this is another example of like, oh, this is a couple who's both of the in-laws on both sides hate the spouse. Yeah, for sure. But yeah, I mean, it definitely seems like the hatred is conditional on Asuelu's side, on Asuelu's family side anyway. Yeah, yeah. I feel I'm, like, I, I mean... Like I said last week, the thing that they're not talking about here is that Asuelu's family is like, you're A, in America, but B, on TV, so you should be, like, rolling in the dough. But they don't get that that's, I mean, how, TLC's very, like, closed on how much money people get on their shows, but this is a cast, like, a big cast. They can't be getting that much money. No. They aren't getting paid until after the episodes air or at least up you know until the season is basically figured out and they know how many scenes that they're getting and and, you know it's probably just not a lot of money I don't think it is the only money monetary figure I know for TLC is for my 600 pound life they get like a $1,500 talent fee but if you think about it that's for an entire year filming their life going through a crippling addiction, showing themselves at their most vulnerable, like $1,500 is not a lot of money. So no. for them to only pay the contestants or the cast members of my 600 pound life, $1,500 plus like some daily stipends, I can't imagine. I think they're paying like 90 day fiance people. Like I would say it would be less than two grand an episode. Like, and yeah. that's on the higher end, maybe for people like Darcy, who's been on the show for so many seasons, she gets like a higher like payment I just Mm -hmm. but yeah they think oh my son is on television he's a millionaire yeah and that really sucks and I really like I think everybody's been on a roller coaster of loving and hating Asuelu this season and I just feel really bad for him because I mean to have to like point to a houseless camp of people in their tents and say this is what you're going to do with to me if I give you the kind of money that you want my children are going to die and he's like crying and his mom has no reaction as to like all right well are you gonna hit me on cash app or not like (laughs) completely heartless his mom's cold she is cold 
Like she's really? not even excited to see her son. She's just like, where's my money? I mean, yeah, they made out a little bit. They, they definitely had like a makeout <laughs> moment, which was really uncomfortable. But after that, it was like, all right, pay up. Where's my money? It's just weird. Yeah. Like I can't imagine going to visit either of my parents and then being like, give me some money. Yeah. Especially after explaining to them why you cannot afford to. Yeah, it's weird. I don't like it. It's very weird. And somebody, I wish I could think of who said this, brought up a great point of like, you, we have not seen every, any evidence of his mother or his sisters making any contact with the two boys. They have not held them, said hello right. to them. Right. There's like no contact. It's weird. It's really weird. I just didn't get good vibes from his mom and sisters. Like the sisters were bitches. Big time. Tammy was a monster. Yeah. They were so unnecessarily hostile towards Kalani and Azuelu. And it just felt like, okay, why the fuck did we even come visit you? Seriously. Like, ugh, fuck them. Fuck them. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Before I get too mad, let's move on to, well, I'm going to get mad again, Angela and Michael. Oh, my God. Question, what all was Angela toting in her bra this week? Okay. She had, I think she had a pack of cigarettes. She had on two each packs. boob. She had yep. two packs uh -huh. of cigarettes on each boob. <laughs> yep. I I got to tell you, I was actually I saw my mom this weekend, and um, so I watched Ninety Day Fiance, uh, Happily Ever After with her, and she had never seen the show before. Oh wow! So I had to like explain to her, like, no, you don't understand. This woman is nuts. Like this woman, yeah. yeah, that's that's just what she does. Because my mom saw like this, like trashy woman with these like all this shit in her bra and she's like oh my god what's who is this what is what's going on here like is that her husband and I had to I'm like look I can't I can't explain to you their whole deal right now but I can just tell you that like yes she really is like that uh yeah she was carrying a lot in that bra I don't know how her bras stay up because she's got big titties huge like the stress is enough of just like the flesh that's inside of it. Like we don't need like keys, a wallet, two packs of cigarettes, one for when the other one is empty, a lighter, like a whole thing. I, children are in there. I, I mean, it's a disaster, a true it's, disaster. It's so much. I do carry my phone in my bra, but that's it. It's just my phone. Sometimes I do. Like I don't carry it all the time, yeah. but I, I do carry it, but I don't carry like packs of cigarettes and car keys and it just looks uncomfortable. <laughs> It it seems like it would itch at some point. Yeah. Like there would be poking. Yeah. I, it seems very uncomfortable. I I'm ready for their storyline to be over. Like I don't think we can have much more of Angela and Michael unless Michael comes to America, which we Agreed. know he's not in. So what are we still doing? I mean, we, you're so right. We are just running in circles with this couple and we've seen them for three seasons now. It's the same storyline every single season that they're on. It's Angela goes to Nigeria. She yells at Michael because he looked at a woman. And then they hang out with his mom. His mom's very quiet. She doesn't say much. Uh, maybe they hang out with another one of his relatives. She's also pretty quiet. They don't, like, there's, it's the exact same thing every time, every season. And he still can't come to the States. It's like, please, for the love of God, like, if Larissa's still in the States, just let Michael come. 
Right. Like, please, (laughs) please let Michael come to the States already. And then, you know, they have a big blowout, then they have sex and they talk about how, you know, she has one powdered egg left in her uterus. (laughs) I thought the scene with his aunt was so disrespectful like this whole thing about submission I was watching pillow talk earlier and Lauren was saying that I think there's that term is getting lost in translation yeah like she sees it as like I'm going to be like cooking like chained to the the oven and doing whatever you want and it just means you know like it's a conservative thing he's the head of the household like the man's not going to have a job so how submissive really could you, I mean, we've seen Andre and Libby, so maybe I should back that up, but. (laughs) (laughs) I I think she also meant like, you will have more respect for Michael than you do because Angela doesn't respect Michael. She doesn't treat him with respect. At all. I mean, like, I really think like they actually do have a sick, twisted love for each other, but they're so terrible. Like specifically Angela is terrible to Michael. Like Michael's just, like kind of clueless yeah you know he's just like doesn't have a backbone and he just needs to break up with her for good but she's like so not equipped to be in any kind of relationship with anybody no not at all especially a long distance with a younger man yeah and you can't keep dangling the wedding in front of him like shit or get off the pot you're either committed or not and it's obviously like you're clearly not committed to him if every 45 seconds the wedding is off right just give it up I just really want to see Michael in the states like I want to know what that story is like I agree I totally agree but do I want it with her no 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 (laughs) (laughs) um gosh who else was left oh um Colty Debbie and Jess oh boy another another storyline that I'm over yeah it's the same thing it's not it's just i feel like they really just shoehorned both colt and larissa into the season because neither of them are married to their Mm -hmm. you know this is not happily ever after they're like both dating new people right jess is as equally awful as colty like and she's as equally as like hot tempered as larissa i would say Mm-hmm, definitely. Like, I think she has a short fuse and she explodes. And like, yeah, did Debbie intentionally try to set her off? Debbie knew what she was doing by saying that, Definitely oh, Vanessa's, Vanessa's looking after the cats. Yeah, a diabolical, diabolical Debbie. Yep, diabolical Debbie. Exactly <laughs> I just, yeah, no, there's no. nothing really going on. I mean, I did enjoy watching their little fight in the hotel room because it was drama yeah but I just feel like I don't know I don't I'm not a fan of Jess she makes me uneasy for some reason I just I feel like she's gonna get really hurt by Colt and you don't want to get like that just sucks that would suck to like be like heartbroken and sad over Colty over Colty (laughs) um do we have any opinions on Ericky? Oh, I hate this guy. I fucking hate this guy. He is so 
like I'm afraid of him. Like he makes me nervous. Like the way yeah. he talks with his hands like that. And like I'm a hand talker. I, I gesticulate a lot, but it's the way that Eric E does it that makes me uncomfortable because he's like, it's like any minute he's gonna punch a wall. Thank you. It's like walking on eggshells with him. He makes me nervous. He gives me that unsettling feeling. Like, what's this guy gonna do? He's gonna throw a plate at me. Something weird's gonna happen. Um, I do think, yeah, you do talk shit and stuff about your ex when you break up with them, but I think he definitely crossed a line with like the type of stuff he was talking about. Mm -hmm. I mean, it's not like it's unheard of or whatever. I don't know. I guess, I mean, I get where he's coming from where it's like, you're mad at the person you say stuff, but I get where Loris is coming from where it's like, I don't want people to know that I'm bad at giving head or whatever he said about yeah. her i i don't know if it was it anal or head i i think it was head okay because she did say i don't suck a lot of wee wee and you should be proud of that she said she should be proud of that he should be proud of the fact he that sh she doesn't suck a lot of wee -wee. oh my god i know i know <laughs> that's what she said okay i <laughs> Wow. Um, yeah, I just remember it was like a lot, like I would be embarrassed and I get that she's mad because she's really embarrassed that like now people have this image of her or they know this information about her and he was talking shit. I just think it's just another example in so many examples of 90 Day Fiance where there's not, there's like 5% love and 95% hostility. Mm-hmm. Totally. What do you think of Eric E? I... <laughs> I don't see any attraction between them. No. I don't see, there's no chemistry. There's no, I, I don't know what they would talk about. I don't know, like, I mean, clearly he wants to be on TV. Yeah. For whatever reason, cause he's not, he doesn't look good. No. Um, but yeah, I mean, that seems to be his only motivation is that he thinks that like, he must think that Lyris is stupid. And, like, yeah. I'll just, like, get my, you know, kind of like Jess with Colt. Like, I'll just get my 15 minutes or, you know, however long of fame, whatever right. fame you can get off 90 Day Fiance. And I'll just take advantage of the situation. Like, I don't think he has any respect for her whatsoever. And the thing these people don't realize is, like, I respect that kind of hustle if you just want to get your 15 minutes of fame. But, like, you have to understand that there's a really good chance that you're going to become a villain and people are just going to fucking hate you yeah you have to play the game right yeah because he came off like such a little bitch when he was yeah. like scolding her right oh that fucking omelet just makes me mad oh the um, one he was making yeah i noticed that too those tomatoes look disgusting was that tomatoes he <laughs> threw in there i was so I, I was furious at whatever he was cooking it it looked it it looked like at some point he put like I, I don't know some kind of cheese that didn't look like it was omelet cheese I don't know I I just find everything that he does to be stupid same um was it really worth talking about Karini and Paul <sighs> I, mean, I think Karini has postpartum I agree it's very clear she has some kind of postpartum. I feel very bad for her. She's been through the ringer with Paul since day one. Yep. Before they were even married, like he was running off into the woods and she was getting robbed at Machete Point. Right. 
it's not funny, but it's just like no, but it's absurd. The fact that we can say that, yeah, Yeah. it's absurd. It's funny because it's so absurd, and like he's just such. I mean, his mom really nailed it when he was like, "You're a fucking deadbeat." Yeah, get out of my house and give me the keys. Yeah, he. I feel for her because obviously, like their communication issues are significant. Right. Also, he's a very unwell person. Also, I just feel like she's going through it in so many ways. And like, now that we've been through all of that drama from a couple weeks ago with the restraining order and this, that, and the other, look, I'm seeing things with very different eyes now. Yep. And it's very clear that like, in this episode, especially, he was like, sweetie, oh, what's going on, sweetie? Like, he kept saying sweetie, sweetie, sweetie over and over. And it, it's like, ugh, give it up. Yeah. You're playing, you're trying to play us for a fool. And like, you don't care about her. I don't know what's happening. I, I want to give her space. But then you're running after her. Yeah. He's when, a when phony. He's, yeah. He's such a phony. Ugh. I, I can't. I cannot yeah. with him. Yeah. Um, let's talk about our African king. Sinjin. Oh, we love Sinjin. This was like such a cathartic episode for me. Like this scene, (laughs) to see Sinjin basically just express all the feelings that everyone who loves this show has been thinking since Tanya made her first appearance. Right. Um, Yeah. I mean, he was like, this is the happiest I've ever seen that man. Like he's, he was a hundred times happier in this bar with his buddies than he was when Tanya first met him at the airport. One hundred percent. Like he yeah. <laughs> um he yeah I, I appreciated his roommate telling the truth of like we had to live with her for two months and basically it was hell. She tried to run our lives. I don't understand why he's attracted to her. He said a lot without saying too much. Yes. Well, because we all knew exactly what he meant. Yeah. We all knew because we saw her on 90 Day last, the whatever season it was, six, five, seven. Sure. Six. Okay. (laughs) We saw her on, we saw her on that season of 90, on the most recent season of 90 Day Fiance. And she, we knew she was like a control freak and not in a quirky way like she was like you know maniacal about it and a nightmare I wouldn't want to live with Tanya that would suck I wouldn't either and I feel like what's been very clear to me this whole time with their relationship is that like okay yeah he's Sinjin's not like the best guy in the world he's flighty he likes to party he drinks probably too much but he's always been this guy and I think he's trying to be very clear that like this is the person this is who I am this is who you're marrying and yeah maybe I want to have kids but maybe not I would like to have a nice life eventually but right now I want to drink beer at 10 30 in the morning and this is who you married. And I feel like she wants him to be a different guy. But then on the other hand, I feel like she makes it seem like she's a special person and that she's so motivated and driven and hardworking, but she's not any better than he is. She's doing some major projecting here. 
Yeah. Because where's her, what happened to her plant business? What happened to her Thank witch you. plant business? That never Thank happened. You. Where Thank can you. we buy your shit? We, 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 you didn't ever dropped an Etsy link. Thank Anya. you. <laughs> like what happened to that? So, and I feel like she really fumbled the bag here because it's like you have a huge social media following and you didn't get your shit together. You could have yeah. been selling shit like the way Anna and Marcel now have their honey business together and they're probably making like bank or at least a lot more than she was making before. Thank you. She fucked you up. Couldn't, you couldn't bundle up some sage while you were sitting there with your, with your cast on? I mean, so easy. I mean, look, white women will buy anything. And they will buy her shittily bundled up sage pieces because they saw her on 90 Day Fiance. Like, I know this. They will buy it. You're sitting on a gold mine. Literally, you're sitting there <laughs> and not doing a damn thing. Ugh. I mean, it's like the perfect quarantine business, too. Like, what is she doing? <laughs> um, so, um, yeah. I mean, I just feel like, again, like, you... <sighs> Like, I like Sinjin, and I, w I think I would have fun. It would be fun to hang out with Sinjin for a night with, like, friends and stuff. But as in terms of a partner, that's not the type of person I want to be with because that's not where I am in my life. Like, I don't, I don't want someone who wants to, like, go out to the bars and party and get right. wasted. Like, I want, you know, I want a cat guy who wants to right. watch <laughs> movies and order delivery, like, and right. go out to dinner sometimes. Like, that's the kind of relationship I'm into. And if, like... Tanya, if that's your speed, why did you get married to Sinjin, who clearly has never given you any evidence that he's anything other than a party guy? Yeah. Like, you met him at the bar that he bartended at. You probably were wasted until, like, 5 o'clock that morning, and then you probably, like, fucked a lot, and you got a fun time. Like, listen, I'm going to tell you guys the truth. Australian guys and South African guys are fun for about three days and then you let them go. Yes. Take, you send them back from whence they came. They're like that Vegas. Them. Yeah. And we uh, love them. Yes. They're so fun. But for girls who want to maybe stay home more in our pajamas and watch 90 Day Fiance, just not, not the relationship we're seeking. Thank you. You let them go. I mean, Ugh. he needs to find a party girl, a girl who's his speed, and she needs to, like, they need to divorce, because this is, like, yes, you may have great sex, but how great could it be? Like, is it worth it? Is it worth all this turmoil? I've never just seen them have a fun time together. Never. Never. Uh, okay. How do we feel about Andre versus Chuck and Charlie? <laughs> versus Libby. I, I, was, I was yelling. I was yelling at my TV during this part. Andre's I, yeah. apologies? Are, what, what was that? He is like, <laughs> look, we've talked about that we, we, he is a total misogynist. He's a full-blown misogynist. He, um, he's, ne he's never going to apo actually apologize or make amends. That's no. not in his nature. He's very stubborn, but we know he has a thick dick. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. And, you know, another thing, maybe we, we should tack on Moldovan men to the Australian ones and the South African ones. Cape them for a few days. Have yeah. your fun. Yeah. And let them go. 
I, he, Libby even said, I've never heard him apologize. So I'm a little bit afraid of like what he's going to say to my brother and my dad. Oh my God. I mean, mean, he did the classic. We were both in the, we were both in the wrong. Like he didn't just take responsibility for his part. Which is like, it's not untrue, but it's also like you clearly need and want them to bankroll your wedding. Right. So just eat shit and apologize for everything. I just don't understand. Like I would be so, I would be like shaking if I got into that kind of confrontation with in-laws. Yeah. Like, I don't know how people are just so ballsy that they can just do that. <laughs> like it, it, it would make me so upset if I had this huge blowout with, with my in-laws. I don't have in-laws, but if I did, like that would fucking suck. I would never want that. And he, Drunk he, or not. he just, you know, invites it. He, but at the same time, I fucking hate Libby's family too. Exactly. Like they definitely provoked him. Yes. They kept asking these questions and you're going to his family and you're going to his friends and you're asking him and it's like, at what point, just give it up. Like you're, if you wanted the answer this badly, you should have asked it before they got married and before they had a kid. Right. And even so it's like, it's none of your business. It really isn't. Like if he's present and being somebody that Libby wants to be with, I'm not even going to say good guy, but somebody that Libby wants to be in a relationship with, like, you're just going to have to accept it. Right. And also just the fact that her brother and dad rolled up to Moldova wearing their stupid fucking USA hats. (laughs) Just like, these are, these are the people I don't want to be around. These are people I just do not relate to at all. Like how embarrassing for you that you're so insecure. It's like everything they do is like, they're just so they're insecure men. Vile. Like, why would you need to wear a USA hat that you probably got in the Tampa International Airport <laughs> to wear to Moldova? Like, what? What are you trying to project? What message are you trying to project here? It's gross. It, it it's definitely like this tough guy sort of like we're we're from the U.S. We're better because we're from America, right? And we're coming here, and we want you to know that we're American. First and foremost, and we don't have to take shit because in America, I love how the brother, I think it was the brother who was like, well, we, we, we behave ourselves in America. Like, sir, please, sir, actually, we don't (laughs) actually, especially sir from Florida, please. Yeah. You Trump supporter, let's talk about how we treat immigrants. Yeah. Do we we have that conversation? Right. Let's talk about behaviors here. (laughs) I mean, that was like so absurd. That's when I really started yelling at the TV when he was like, we don't do this kind of stuff in America. We don't, we don't have fights. I'm like, are you, come on, we are a trash (laughs) nation. Like this is the trashiest nation on earth. Of course we do that. Seriously. Like it was so funny that he would even part his thin little lips to say that. Like, They're so disgusting. I mean, I also feel like Libby, look, I know you guys have a child together, but this is too much. They should not be together at all. At all. Another couple where it's like, he can't even, 
Andrea can't even be happy for like like they'll be cuddling and laughing for maybe like three and a half seconds and then he'll be like okay enough enough like ew yeah he's, he's he'll say something like so mean he's yeah. just not a nice person like he is not nice to her he really isn't Ugh. okay I'm yeah, disgusted with these people it's that time of the year your vacation is coming up You can already hear the beach waves, feel the warm breeze, relax, and think about work. You really, really want it all to work out while you're away. Monday.com gives you and the team that peace of mind. When all work is on one platform and everyone's in sync, things just flow. Wherever you are, tap the banner to go to Monday.com. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. <laughs> um okay so let's move on to before the 90 days or whatever is this called the other, day, way. the other way yeah okay um not much of a storyline out of kenny and armando they just went to dinner and kenny again tries to force armando to come more out of the closet even though he's made it very clear that he's not ready and that culturally he shouldn't be expected to be ready and in terms of his family it's a lot to be like, hey, I'm gay. Hey, I'm moving. Hey, I'm also engaged. Here's my fiance. Yeah, it's, yeah, he's like really adamant that they sort of, like he's not, I don't, I think he's kind of in denial about like, you're moving to a new country where there's like different customs there and it's a different climate. And you just, he needs to be more patient with Armando. He does. And unfortunately, it looks like he might get some more perspective in terms of where they're living now. Oh, next, yeah. Which makes me feel really awful, but... <sighs> yeah, I, that was horrible. That, like, the preview for next week when the guy uh-huh. called them the F word. Yeah, terrible. Yeah. So, I mean, I did like meeting Armando's friend, Rita. Oh, what a light. What Rita a light seems like she would make you a really good cup of tea. Like I, I would love to be comforted by Rita. She seems like a really nice lady and just like really fun. And I love that Armando found people around his parents' age that he could talk to yeah. and confide in. I just love him so much. I mean, I love this couple. I mean, like Kenny has done some like things where I've rolled my eyes just in terms of like, he's like, what kind of food is this? Like whatever. Like he's a little mm. like, he's like a little American about a lot of stuff. Um, (laughs) but as a whole, like they're one of those couples where I just like, I'm rooting for them. We're all rooting for them. I want nothing but the best. And I really hope that Armando's family can be more expecting or accepting than I'm anticipating them being. Same, same. Um, not another, you know, very short story between Jenny and Sumit. Oh my they, god. <laughs> that one wall that they tried to paint 
look, what was that color? That was like papaya. It did not look good. It was very 90s. Yes. Like, very... is it going to be an accent wall? Are they going to paint yes. the whole house like that? Are they going to do multiple colors? When he pulled out the brown, red, and yellow paint, I was horrified because I'm like, oh my God, is he doing brown, red, and yellow? But then he mixed it. So I'm like, okay, that's a little better. But it's still, like, it did not look good. I would not want a wall that color in my house. And, like, did that look like house paint? Like wall paint? Or, like, paint? Like, (laughs) it looked like paint. It looked like paint you use to paint a picture. It didn't look, it did not have the consistency of house paint. It wasn't thick. Like he didn't, maybe he didn't use a primer. He had, should have used a primer. I mean, it did not. I, I mean, mean the Jenny, man used his hand to mix it. He did use his hand to mix it. I don't know <laughs> what they applied it with if he used his hand. I mean, and Jenny was like, it looks like shit. It did. I don't know what they're going to do for their storyline. How they're going to keep stretching this out. Cause it is boring as fuck this season. And it is just never going to match the amount of drama we got with them the first time they were on Agreed. the other way where like there was so many <laughs> whenever you get the blank screen with the letters with the uh, text chills. you know <laughs> you know that some good shit is about to happen and we got so much of that with them last the last season so i just don't know i mean because every episode is the same thing i want to meet to get divorced he's not divorced yet right like, how long is it going to take to meet? Yeah, it's I'm the same conversation. <laughs> <laughs> and then they paint. This was like the most action that's happened with them this season is they painted yeah. a wall in their house. Yeah. So that's so, all I have to say. Yeah, I, I agree. We'll move on. Um, let's get to Binium and Ariella. Okay. Um, I, mm, I have some yeah. thoughts. Okay. Go ahead. Go ahead. Well, first there was the revelation for me personally that Ariella's mom isn't Jewish. That was just a revelation for me. I was like, you know oh, was that I, a revelation was, for anyone else? I, I was going to let you handle that one because <laughs> you are part of their tribe. But, but yes. yes, I did find that particularly shocking. It to... was shocking because such a par- big part of Ariella's identity is that she's Jewish. Yeah. And, um, so I was like, and you know, she said her dad was Jewish, but her mother is, it's not like her mother Roman is Catholic? Roman Catholic. That's like, seems like pretty religious, right? Like you, I mean, yeah. there's a lot of religious rituals in Roman Catholicism. So I feel like she would have had a lot of influence of that growing up as well. And not this, you know, I'm only, I'm just Jewish on my mom's side. My dad is, they're nothing. They're not Christian. They're not, they're whatever. They're nothing. But, um, you know, so I'm just as much ethnically Jewish as Ariella is. But for some reason, this shocked me because I just went into this the whole time. Oh, oh, great. Now we have to see a stereotypical, like overbearing Jewish mother. So look, I have to say I was a little relieved to be like, okay, she's a Roman Catholic. <laughs> it's yeah, the Catholic guilt that we were picking up on and that's thinking what it that was. It was yeah, that's what it was. <laughs> She might be Italian, and you know, sometimes Italians and Jews, we play each other in movies. <laughs> so I don't know if that's what I was picking up on. Oh and I God. had a revelation about Ariella. Okay. I had a revelation about her. I've thought this whole season, you know, 
compared to most Americans on this show, she seems the most culturally sensitive, or she seems very culturally sensitive and accepting and open compared to most of them, because most of them are people like Larry, who doesn't want to eat the roast pig, or, mm-hmm. <clears throat> or, or baby girl Lisa, who is like whining about everything in Nigeria, or yeah. any of the number of Americans. I mean, ad infinitum, whenever they go to a foreign country, they're fucking whining and complaining the whole time. Ariella is not like that. And I was yeah. like, okay, she's- well, that, that's to her credit. Like, she's just very chill. She seems just very, like, easygoing about everything. And, like, also yeah. the fact that she was like, oh, you know, I, I'm fine with our baby getting baptized or whatever. Um, I was like, oh, she's, like, pretty easygoing. But then I realized what I think it is about her. Like, she might be really easygoing, but I don't think I've ever seen her any other emotion than just baseline just like hey <laughs> well she did cry oh yeah she that did. first episode she did okay. cry that first episode that was the most emotion i feel like we've gotten out of her though i don't feel like i've seen her laugh i don't feel like i've seen her yeah i feel like she just has a very neutral like yeah. personality you're you're absolutely right but i mean yeah she does she has somebody she is somebody who's left her county before flying internationally that's true and that shows yes um i i think it's like okay i understand that like they got knocked up pretty quickly but i also think that like in this time of them getting to know each other and talking that maybe they should have had a conversation about like if you are so against the christian religion because you don't believe in hell maybe that's something that you should have brought up to binyam before you got there why don't people talk about these things i don't know these are things these are big things you talk about before getting married to someone and having a child with them yeah these are like really big things and i like you know there's like i mean i don't know like i mean personally i don't want to get baptized I wouldn't, you know, if I was in a relationship with someone who was important, sorry, who was important that our child was baptized and it was like more for the family, for the parents, I'd be like, yeah, sure. Let's have a ceremony for that. We'll also do a bar mitzvah or whatever. Like we'll do it all. Like it doesn't, you know, that's fine with me. But if it means that much to her, then what the fuck? Exactly. Exactly. And I I feel for him. I, I think this is like a, a storyline that we haven't really seen is that usually it's the Americans yeah. who are like, oh, does he have other intentions? Does he just want to come to America? Like, is that why you guys are in a relationship? Is that why you got pregnant? You know, but it's nice to see his family be like, okay, the last white lady that you knocked up left for America. So have you, do you have any concern that this might happen again? Right. Do you have a contingency plan for if, if she wants to leave? Like, with have your child? You yeah, with your kid and never come back. And now you're not going to have a relationship potentially with another one of your children. Like, have you thought about that? I appreciated seeing that. I did too. I did too. I just think like I do think that they love each other and that they're like hot for each other or whatever Uh but I think again they fall into that classic 90 day trap where 
they don't know a lot about each other either. Or they're yeah. like, it's like, these are, yeah, these are compromises you have to make. And it's okay if you don't want to make those compromises, but figure that out before you get knocked up. And commit to living in a whole different country. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. like, I think you would remember if Benjamin told you, hey, our baby has to suckle from a Christian breast if he was going to be baptized. That seems like something that would stay with you, you know? <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Like, oh my God. I do. I actually did go to a baptism, my first one, because my youngest sister, she got baptized and I went there, but I couldn't like physically dunk her in the water or whatever, because I've never been baptized. Uh-huh. So I do remember that because my dad, he he's married to a woman whose family is Greek Orthodox. So it was like this whole big thing. It was a really nice ceremony and stuff. But like, I mean, I just feel like if I'm in love with someone, if I'm going to get married to someone, if I'm having their kid, like I'm doing research on their customs and their culture and I'm asking questions. Like I'm just because I genuinely am curious and I want to know and it means right. a lot to me. And it's yeah. going to be a part of your kid's life. Exactly. Exactly. Uh, okay. Let's move on to Brittany and Yazan. Oi. So, okay. Can we first address, were they doing new talking heads? Because I don't remember Brittany's looking like this before in her interview section. I wrote down about her eyelashes. Yeah. <laughs> because heavy, they look bad. Heavy. Like, I mean, they, those looked like, those were drag lashes. I was just about to say, like, those look like Trixie Mattel eyelashes. Yeah. <laughs> like, they were so yes. thick. It, I mean, like, I've, whatever, I just feel like that would be uncomfortable, after, like, to wear just after a while. They're so yeah. big. They were so big. Um, yeah, she definitely did like a, she's done a few different confessionals because this was a new look. I mean, I was so distracted by the eyelashes. It was so hard to focus. And then in the scenes where she's like meeting, where she's wearing the hijab, she like has her daytime eyelashes on. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> They're a little bit more subtle. They're more yeah. subtle. Um, <laughs> I just don't get this at all. I do not get her... I don't get what her angle is. I don't get why. And I don't get what his angle is either. I I agree. I see more why he might like her. Well, let me scratch that. I can see more that he's more, he's clearly more invested in this than she is. Yes. Why? I don't have an answer for it, but they, their whole storyline is that they're meeting back up with the parents his uncle's going to be there to try and like mediate the situation and try to come to like a peaceful resolution. My whole thing is like half of me when I watch her storyline is like trying to be in the moment. And then the other half of me is like, this bitch is lying about still being married. So like, why, what are we even talking? Like the fact that she keeps continuing to create this narrative of like his parents and his culture being the issue when she's got this whole big ass secret that at some point she's gonna have to admit to i mean if his parents are mad about her having an instagram imagine how mad they're gonna be when they find out she's still married thank you they're gonna be fucking (laughs) furious this is like 
I mean, and she thinks she's so like, like from preaching from a moral high top when it's like, bitch, you're lying to your fiance. You know, like, like that is a big lie. Like probably the biggest lie. <laughs> so the fact that you have a whole husband. Um, I, yeah. And I also just don't get like, you know, like, look, this is his culture and the women in his culture, they are dress modestly and it's just a whole different lifestyle than you're living in South Florida. Where is she from? Miami? South Beach? Whatever. South Florida somewhere, yeah. Somewhere in South Florida, like twerking on cars in in the middle of the street. Like, and if that is the life you want to live and that's what makes you happy, like go for it. And Florida is like the perfect place for that probably. So, and there's nothing wrong with that. I just don't understand like because it's not like I see any love between them. Right. So what is the, what is she, like, I don't get it. I don't get what her, what her deal is. Like, why does she want to move to Jordan? Why right, like, does she want to be with him? The only thing I can think of, like, why she would think that this would be a good idea. Like, clearly she's a dumbass. Yes, yes. But yes. it must, there must be some sort of, like, I don't know, like, is there a reason why Yazan can't just come to America? Like, there's a thriving Islamic community in America. Like, yeah. you know, well, maybe they're not thriving, but that's not their fault. No. There, it's... <sighs> but there are other Muslims here. and Yeah, plenty. There, plenty of Muslims. There are plenty of Muslims in America. Like, he, there are mosques here. That I, it's not like he wouldn't find any be able to find any like community here so i don't know i mean maybe he just is so tight-knit with his family he doesn't want to leave them and i just don't get like why she thought moving there this is like the antithesis of the kind of life that she likes to live i i feel like she's like delusional enough that she thinks after they're married she can just go back to her old self And that she won't have to wear a hijab anymore and she won't, um, you know, she can post on her Instagram and like, like that social media, she thinks she can still do social media after they get married. Like she's tripping. (laughs) Because I feel like, I feel like they're, that's like not, because they've already said they don't like that she posts pictures of herself. And they think that she's a prostitute. Right. So. I just don't get it because it's not like, okay, she's making a really big sacrifice because she loves him so much. Like, where is the love? They do nothing but squabble. Like, they never even kiss each other. Yeah. I I mean, they must have had sex at some point. They had to have because I don't... It's weird. They had to have had sex, right? I would... I mean, he's got to be sprung for some reason. He has and to she's be. probably just thrilled that like she's not having to fuck some 80 year old anymore you know you're right because like he's handsome she's a pretty girl i maybe they're just like horny for each other and they're just like so it's just like dickmatization to the extreme to the very extreme <sighs> so they Basically, everything is fine. They're able to work it out between his parents. But now we're at this point where it's like, oh, okay, well, her dad, and I feel like he doesn't translate properly because he yeah. doesn't speak fluent English. But I also think like part of it's tactical. 
So I don't know if she knows that he has said that her dad is going to be there at the end of the month because it's very reasonable to be like, okay, this is only a few weeks. We can wait a few weeks for you guys to get married. Right. I don't think that's what Brittany was thinking. No. At all. She's Um, waiting for the divorce to go through. Yeah. She, she literally can't get married. (laughs) And they're going to figure it out. (laughs) And it's going to, you know what? I cannot wait for that black screen to come up with the text. I cannot wait because that's, what's going to happen. His mom is an icon. We haven't even seen her except for like, we get a little bit of the back of her head or maybe a sleeve. She's a bad bitch, and I love her. Yeah. She's going to pop the fuck off, and I can't wait for it. I cannot wait for it. I mean, she already popped off on her for the s- smallest minor infraction. I don't even remember what – I don't even think Brittany did anything. She just popped off on her. It was just the idea that, like, you – why are we waiting? Like, you, we don't do this boyfriend-girlfriend shit. Why are we right. waiting? Because she knew women's intuition she knew that something was wrong yeah and she was pretty mad about it i i the only thing i can reason i can come up with because i'm so jaded and cynical by like online culture is like is she doing this for clout is she moving here to have like a story to tell yeah i mean what could be the reason what is the reason i don't (sighs) get it stupid stupid (laughs) okay Let's move on to our last couple, Devin and Jihoon. Oh boy. Wow. What a <laughs> what a story. <laughs> Drusilla the Tasmanian devil took off like <laughs> you wouldn't believe into the night, into the street. She is three years old. She looks a little bit older than three. She does. I was so surprised. I'm trying, yeah, I'm trying to give her a little bit more. But it's also like uh, I like she should know not to run into the street yes right a little bit of this is on Devin I'm sorry a good bit like I am saying that because I know kids just do stupid shit that's not the fault of the parents all the time and I'm not a mom so like please it's okay you can tell me to shut the fuck up if you're listening to this because I'm not a mom I don't know but like I feel like some of the stuff like for example, Drusilla sitting in a dirty diaper on the kitchen counter, that's something you should be able to be like, we don't sit our dirty asses on the counter when we're preparing food. That's on Devin. Yeah, we've seen a history of Drusilla acting the fuck up. Yep. And, you know, that's something that you have to take into account at some point. Yeah, like what's going on? And it's so, there's something that's so jarring to me about, juxtaposition of Devin's personality with Drusilla's personality because they're such opposites that it's like scary to watch sometimes it's like I mean we've talked about Drusilla we've both gotten dragged for talking shit about Drusilla before (laughs) and you know what neither of us care like we stand by our opinions about this child (laughs) I do I have no I have no regrets about that you know we've seen her grandmother Yes. So there's shades of where that could be coming from too. You know what? I think that's where it's coming from. Yeah. Because grandma, grandma's also, 
she is like a lot of the Americans on the show where she's like, America's the greatest country on earth. And how dare you, you know, do other things in your country? How dare other countries do things differently? Because America's the best. Your food is weird. Like she, that's the vibe I get from her. Mm-hmm. And I mean, she's also straight upset it. Like I thought it was such a loaded statement when she yelled at Jihoon and she said, you let her run toward the street in Korea. Yeah. yeah. Like, what why does that, why does it make if it's Korea? Right. <laughs> like, what difference does it make? <laughs> a car is a car. Yes. She had some real sound bites this episode saying like, they're fucking pissed. Like Drusilla, not Drusilla, Alicia and Devin are mm-hmm. livid at Jihoon because yeah. They're yelling at Jihoon to get Drusilla, and he yelled back, like, basically, like, calm down or whatever he said. Yeah. They're both pissed. Alicia goes back up into the apartment. Jihoon starts sobbing. Devin has no sympathy or empathy for him whatsoever. I hated seeing him cry. Oh, I my know. God. I hated it. And look, Jihoon, okay. If Azuelu is a young child, Jihoon is a teenager. Like that's, he's not a man. He's a teenager. Yeah, because he knows that he's not, he knows better. Yes. He just doesn't. He just doesn't. He doesn't know how to (laughs) enact it. He doesn't know how to be an adult, but he has like... (laughs) He has all these feelings also like a teenager would have where it's just like, mm-hmm. oh my God, you're yelling at me. Like, I'm going to cry and smoke my cigarette. Like, look, I get it. <laughs> but but you're a dad. Like, you're someone's dad now. Yeah. And Alicia brought that up. It's like, okay, yeah, you're 30. Like, yeah. you should know better than to let a child just go running into the night. And that is a very good point. Absolutely. But Alicia but also- was <laughs> but also I'm putting the blame on Drusilla a little bit because I feel like she probably has superhuman strength. I just get the vibe that Drusilla is stronger than all of them. Yeah. Because like, did, did you see her when Jihoon was carrying her upside down? Yeah. And she was like trying to wrestle herself out of his arms. Like she looks strong as fuck. Yeah. Those legs were flailing. <laughs> And she was like, put me down. Yeah. And I let her down too. I would, please. I'd be like, fine. <laughs> Have at it, Drusilla. Get, go, get your, go get your alive fish. <laughs> that chilled me to my core. This is a few episodes back, but when she went to the open air market and they were like looking at toys and stuff and she didn't want any of the toys, she wanted a live fish or was it a dead fish it was a dead fish that's even it was worse a dead fish. but she also like wanted some pet. live squid she wanted or a live octopus yeah she wanted a live octopus and a dead fish it's like devin we need to talk about drusilla it's right. like, we, like it, it's like we need to talk about kevin but we need we need to talk about <laughs> drusilla like what is this child being exposed to like a nightmare <laughs> for christmas every night like what is happening here <laughs> it is such a mess and and then you know yeah like you said Devin is just so at the end of her rope with Jihoon she that was like she's like I don't feel bad for him that he's crying it's like I feel kind of bad I mean I'm sure but again it's like you met this guy one night you fucked and you got pregnant Uh idiot 
Thank you. Yeah. Why didn't Why didn't you wear a condom? Oh yeah, bro. Oh right, it broke. I forgot. Oh, well, I don't believe that. Honestly, I don't believe that, Kara. <laughs> I'm just gonna say I know what happens sometimes, but I just feel like I don't believe it. I mean, she. She should know better. I mean, let's be real. Like you already have a kid. It's not like you should, you should have known, you know, take some plan B. Did you think about that? Yeah. Take some fucking plan B. I just, or if you want to have a child, if you want to have this child, fine, but don't have expectations for a guy that you just met and fucked. Right. You don't even know. I just don't. You've already been around this, like, You've already had this happen with, with Drusilla. Like, you knew, like, her dad ain't shit either. He's right. her. We've okay. never even met him. Have we met him? I don't no. remember. Right. We don't even know who this guy is. Who knows? I don't even think he lives. I don't think when we met her, they even lived in the same state as each other. Like, I think he just dipped. So, uh, like I said, Alicia had some great moments where she was talking about, like, you know, uh, how would you feel? Jihoon apologizes and she's like, do you think that means anything if I'm scraping Drusilla off the street? Like, dude, ma'am. That was, that, dude, and when she was like, I will kill you. <laughs> she was so over the top scraping this Drusilla off. Like, please, I have a feeling if Drusilla got hit by a car, she wouldn't flinch. She would completely reanimate yes, stronger than re- ever. She would reanimate. Her head would go around 360 degrees. <laughs> she would be fine. Okay. Oh my God. Let's move on to Darcy and Stacy before I get yet another bad review about how I'm a, de- a monster. Oh. Um, wow. What wow. a premiere. What a premiere. We. I mean, just right out the gate, the story of Darcy and Stacy, they do everything alike, matching cars, matching apartments, matching furniture, matching boobs. They have so they a have- house they live in together that their dad bought them. Did you think that their dad was kind of sexy? Oh, yeah. He was hot, right? The dad was, <laughs> you know what? The dad was so chill, too. Yeah. He yeah. was so chill, and I just feel like he would be a fun person to hang out with and spend a night, like, just hanging out with, with friends, having dinner. Tell him I don't story. drink, he so I'm like sure he'd be fun to drink teller. with. Yeah. yeah. He seems like a good storyteller. He does, and I want to know more about his deal. Like, why do you live in China? What do you do for a living? How can you afford yeah. to get your daughters, your adult daughters, a house? Right. <laughs> why, why won't my dad buy me a house? Right. Why has he been living in China for almost 25 years? Right. I want to know what's going on there. Uh, but I do, I did like the little retrospective that we got of their life. Oh. I loved seeing the pictures of them when they were in high school and I was blown away. Were you blown away by some of these pictures? I think we all were like, who are these people? They, they, <laughs> were, they were like, we were ugly. We were little troll dolls. And I could not believe it because they looked like like it was still their faces, but like the style, not even just because it was a different decade, but because it was like, oh, you guys were dorks. I can't believe that. <laughs> right. It was like when they 
on like a sitcom and they have to like cgi somebody's face because they obviously like don't have the pictures of them back in the day yes for the right setting so you have to like cgi people's faces onto these other people's bodies and i was just so confused i was too it did not match at all like my brain broke looking at these old pictures of them like there was one picture I remember of one of the twins and it was like a side profile and she had like thick glasses or something. Yeah. I mean, they were like nerdy little girls and they were like, we were not cool. We, we didn't get our first kiss till college. I couldn't believe that either. I mean, I could, it makes a lot of sense as to who they are now, especially Darcy. Yeah. You're probably right. (laughs) You're probably right. That does make sense. Um, um, they, yeah. who, I think Stacy said that they were also called Monchichis. Oh my God. Yes. She said, <laughs> yeah. Cause like Darcy was like, we look like little troll dolls. They called us the troll dolls or Monchichis. Like we look like Monchichis. <laughs> I mean, I do really respect that they're able to like laugh, laugh at themselves. Yeah. And talk about I, themselves like that. Very true. I, I love that they both went to the same college together. <laughs> And that's where they blossomed. They yes. had like a total like she's all that moment where they go totally. off to college and like everything, you know, dye your hair, get some extensions, put some skinny jeans on or like tight bell bottoms. And yeah, now you guys are the most popular girls at like Rutgers probably. I mean, I would love to see a made for TV movie about this journey. <laughs> like I want to see a Lifetime Presents. Yeah the Darcy and Stacy story because I want to see that journey in college and then you know growing up as nerds and then blossoming I want to see this who would you like to see play Darcy and Stacy oh my god maybe like Jamie Presley or something (laughs) like I feel like she could pull it off or or Margot Robbie could do it yeah you know one of those girls who looks like that I don't know I have to think about that who do you think Oh, I don't know. I'm, I want to go a little bit lower on the list. Yeah. I'm thinking like a C list, like maybe, maybe like one of the girls from Vanderpump Rules mm. could play her like, she, like a Sheena. Like a Sheena. Yeah. <laughs> she would, this could be her breakout role playing twins. She was once in a Jonas Brothers music video. So. Oh, so she has acting skills. Yeah. She has the skills. Yeah, she's also in some Disney show. But anyway, um, they <sighs> love foreign men. They love it. The, da- the dad says it. He was like, or who says it? He's like, my daughters love younger foreign men. I mean, everybody said it. They said it. One of the daughters said it later. They, Stacy said something like, we love probably the opposite of what we're what we should be but like here we are sorry yeah (laughs) I those flashbacks of like Jesse and Tom were chilling (sighs) they were chilling (sighs) when we had to re we had to relive the steak incident oh my god cut it on a bias cut it on the bias one of the most iconic moments in the show's (laughs) history (laughs) I mean that was chilling and it's just like it made me I mean, I, every time I'm reminded of Jesse, I hate him so much. I hate everyone who has ever made Darcy cry before. Yes. I feel like, how dare you? Jesse was so abusive to her. It was just awful to watch. And especially by like the second season of their journey, when things just deteriorated so much. 
Oh my god, that scene where like, oh my god, epic, where she goes to New York, and she wears all white because she thinks that there's a chance that he's gonna propose. Yep. And she goes and she brings all that luggage, mm-hmm. and then he's like, "I'm breaking up with you." And he's like, "You don't love me." She's like in the back of the minivan. Yes, yes. She's like, "You never love me. Get out of my life. Get out of my life." Uh, iconic I, I mean, love that scene I mean it's so iconic that they put it on a house of 11 t-shirt <laughs> oh my gosh I, uh, uh, and Tom yeah. and his just like uh, Ugh. Tom oh. Tom lost a little bit of weight and he just became he was like I'm the shit I'm amazing it's like great you lost 15 pounds congratulations congratulations I saw him I try not to watch B90 Strikes Back but like if I'm you know I, I might catch like a 30 second clip of it every now and again and yeah. they he was answering somebody's tweet it was like oh like you know you were calling Darcy overweight, but like, remember what you used to look like when you were first on the show? And he was like, oh, well, you know, I, I was a little bit more chubby, but I still could get Darcy. So it's like, fuck you, Tom. Whoa. He is the worst. Yeah. I will never forgive him for making that jab at her weight ever. Never. First of all, you should never say that to any person ever. You should never make mean comments about anybody's weight ever. But he, the fact that you know that he specifically said that to Darcy because that's something that would really hurt Darcy. Yes. Because she Smile. does, she isn't, you know, she does put so much effort into her looks and stuff. Like, mm-hmm. it's disgusting. It's just so gross. He's a vile human being. Yeah, he sucks. We get more of Florian, who is Stacy's fiance. He is a 25 year old. Albanian model, whatever that means. <laughs> and they met online. He started liking her pictures. She started liking his. She hit him up in the DMs. It was love at first sight. She goes over to Albania and he proposed in the hotel room 10 days into the meeting. Stacy says the most unfortunate thing which is he didn't speak any English really but the way he looked at me I just felt that love yeah I mean classic (laughs) classic 10 days 10 days he proposed and I said yes and we don't speak the same language can you imagine proposed to by a 21 year old that you met on Instagram probably there there is so much about this that is wrong that I would personally like is so wrong for me like first of all dating ever dating a man in their 20s again not gonna happen never ever dating a person in their 20s again not gonna happen no it's not gonna happen for me and also someone I met on Instagram that's another like okay someone who lives in another country that's far away Okay, they don't even speak the language. What do you fucking talk about? Exactly. How I don't get how how these people are falling in love with someone they can't even communicate with. Right. It's like okay, I get it. There's a lust bubble that happens. Like if you want to go over there and fuck him, I respect that. 
yeah, but you don't, nobody is going to think any differently of you if you were just like, hey, I found this hot piece. Yeah. Banged it out. And that's it. Right. That's cool. That's hot. Yeah. Even better if he pays for your plane ticket. Like, you Which, know? of course, Florian did not. Of course know. he didn't. What is he going to do? <laughs> what is this man going to do for a living in Connecticut? What is he going to do? I mean, we found out later that he still lives with his parents. Okay, fine. Doesn't have a real steady job. Okay. Doesn't really have any prospects for when he moves to America. Like, maybe he can be an IG model great you get like a a fit tea sponsorship love that for you i love that for him but like where where is this train really going it's very clear that stacy bankrolls the entirety of their relationship yep which i mean i guess is fine it's not like you're having to pay the down payment on the house like you got that paid for by your dad so maybe you've just got a little extra spending money but you also have children, so I don't I, know. I feel like clearly Stacy's able to support herself uh, in addition to the <laughs> – clearly they have some kind of generational wealth if their dad was just able to buy them a home. Yeah. Um, like, like she's able to pay for stuff, clearly. Mm-hmm. But I feel like Stacy and Darcy aren't the type of women who are going to appreciate having to pay for everything, even if they can – like they both are very romance driven and I feel like a lot of that for them is like like Darcy used to put such a heavy emphasis on getting a ring from Jesse. I want a ring. I want a diamond ring. And from Tom yeah. too, she did it. So like like Stacy's going to hate not like him sweeping her off her feet and taking her to a fancy restaurant or whatever on his dime. Like I no feel way. like she's, she's going to get so sick of that that she pays for everything. Quickly. Yeah, and I think, like, maybe that's fine in Albania because you don't have people, like, watching over you, Darcy, namely, but, like, once you get to America, that's, things are really going to change. Yeah. I I love the scene of them, their first really big scene, they go to the tennis courts. Oh, my God. We are told that in high school, they used to play every single day, but do you see any? They could not play. No, they could not play for shit. They did. I, I their- yeah. They, the big boobs that hindered them a little I, bit. A lot of bit. Like, I was scared that we were going to see nipple from Darcy at any moment. Like, she was wearing the sports bra, but it's, it's not a sports bra. No, that was like a bralette you get somewhere. Like yeah. A, it was not for, it was a bralette. It was like a lacy bralette. I, I, I don't understand how we haven't seen a Darcy nip slip yet. Like, where are her nipples? Does she have them? <laughs> I don't know. Maybe she got them removed. It's hard she, to say. I mean, she did look really great in her confessional with that re- with, in the red dress. I really like mm-hmm. that look for her. Yeah. That was, that was a good look for her. Oh, my God. So um, after they go yeah. play tennis, they take off separately in their white, matching white Ultimas. And we see Stacy go to a restaurant. Darcy has no idea to meet that demon, Tom. Why? Why? And Darcy's going to, I feel like Darcy's going to be upset about this because she went behind her back. Big time. 
big time going to be pissed about that. I mean, fortunately, Stacy wasn't like trying to work anything out between them. It was just like, stop trying to reach out to me. Like you have no business trying to get back into a relationship with my sister. But I mean, if that was really the case, you should have just told her. Right. 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 And I just don't look, I mean, I'm sure TLC like made them do this, but she could have said no. And Stacy just seems like she's like, sure, I'll do it. You'll pay me an extra 500 bucks to go talk to Tom right now. Right. I mean, yeah. The conversation was so stupid of Tom being like, basically putting all the onus on Darcy. I feel like when we first met him, it was this whole thing of like Darcy being overly loving and overly committed to him and him thinking that that was weird. But then all of a sudden at this restaurant, it's like Darcy didn't love me enough. And Jesse was such a hindrance in our relationship. And I just think that like, she still has feelings for Jesse. Um, look, I don't doubt that she wouldn't love for Jesse to like, be obsessed with her, you know, yeah. and to like want to date her, even if she said, no, I won't fuck you again. Like just the, f- I think she would like appreciate the fact that he did want to still fuck her if he did, uh-huh. you know, like it would make her feel good. But, and I, and she definitely did bring up Jesse too much in the relationship with Tom, but she also like, gave him so many chances like she showered him like she was so loving with him and he was just so cold and standoffish all the time yeah I think she only brought Jesse up that much because she was like oh this is feeling like my relationship with Jesse like I think if he made her feel confident in what they had then she probably would not have brought Jesse up that much and I think because like now oh my god it's so cynical because they met or they became close because she was getting over Jesse and they were friends, you know, when she was with Jesse and going through that hard time. So Tom like knows how to push all of her buttons. Mm -hmm. He knows how to push all of her insecurity buttons. He knows exactly the things that make her upset in relationships and the things that make her feel insecure. Now I'm having a flashback to the time they were salsa dancing and it's like, he was salsa dancing with that other woman there at the bar. And it's like, he knew that that's something that Darcy would feel really insecure about. Yeah. Why he would go to that bar and like, (sighs) he's so gross. And and even just the fact that he's like, you can sleep downstairs. Remember that when they didn't even sleep in the same bedroom, like the first night or whatever. Uh, Took the master bedroom for himself yeah and made her sleep in the basement <laughs> i mean that is evil he's so awful Ugh. was it you oh. or amy yesterday who was a, who did we decide that darcy and drake have to get together <laughs> that had to have been amy okay i was i know i was talking to one of you guys because because she okay so she posted yesterday on twitter She was like, I can't, like, Drake follows Darcy on Instagram. Oh, my God. And I was like, you know what? They're perfect for each other because he's he's an emotional little bitch. (laughs) And he loves these grand, absurd, romantic gestures, which is perfect for someone like Darcy. And finally, she'll be able to have a real Chanel purse. 
<laughs> he's got that closet full of Birkins just waiting for his, his next wife or his first wife. Yeah. Wow. I, I mean, and right. that is my dream for Darcy is I want her, yes, I want her to be with a wealthy man because, you know, she deserves nice things, but I also just want her to be with a guy who is like so obsessed with her in like a good way. Yeah, I don't know what her motivation is to like find these like hot in her eyes European men who don't really have anything going for them. It's like a fetish for her or something. It's like she feels like or it's like a it's like a prize where she's like I am with a European guy. That's fancy. Right. Like she's wants to be with somebody who's like a lord or something totally Some she wants to be like, a princess <laughs> <laughs> and she deserves that you know I, she does deserve that but i think she's going about it it's like she needs to stop going after these broke-ass bitches right who are like what's their like they're they say they're models like all of them except for tom who was like man about town wannabe not even like, yeah all these guys who have no money no like no drive or ambition in life whatever and don't really like or they don't really like her who knows what this guy where where is he from again hungary serbia oh her new guy yeah oh bosnia i don't even bosnia? know <laughs> okay look bosnia but it's look, something like that. <laughs> he's from southern eastern europe yeah that's we, we know it's east <laughs> but we're not sure where yeah but we're going to meet him, and he has a man bun. Oh, this boy. This man. I, I cannot wait. Uh, yeah. Um, yeah, she loves a guy who can, like, pose next to a Porsche. Yes. She wants he, eye candy, but she wants the eye candy sure. to also be Prince Charming, and I'm sorry that, like, sometimes that doesn't exist, or that doesn't, like, that might not exist for you. <laughs> Right. Like, at some point, we have to be realistic. And yeah. Darcy is, I think, very pretty. She's has looks. Yeah. Are they my taste? No. But I think she's, like, a really good-looking 45-year-old woman. But oh, yeah. We also have to be realistic about, like, the types of men that we can get, even if we're really good-looking women. Once we get to a certain age, the pool just, you know... The pool gets a lot smaller. It gets smaller, but you know what? I, you, it gets your picker should be getting better because the quality of yeah. men that you should be dating should be getting better. Because yeah, looks are hot, whatever. Six packs, that's amazing. That's great. But when you're like she, I want her to experience a relationship that's based on the actual personality and being in love with that person. Exactly. Because uh, I wanted, to yeah. I want to talk about the underlying storyline that I really love between Darcy and Stacy is that they, Darcy in particular, has an extreme jealousy towards anything that Stacy has that she does not. Yep. Um, she, she can't even hide it. Nope. It's just like utter contempt and disgust for the fact that Stacy is in a relationship, she is single. Um, there's another problem is that Florian, Stacey's fiance, has had pictures leaked on the internet 
of him oh. with a lady who looks like Octomom. Oh my God, she does. What was her name? Yeah. Natalie Suleiman? <laughs> Remember when she was just everywhere? Like she would not leave us alone. She wouldn't. She did a lot of porn. She I feel did. like there was a celebrity boxing at some point. She did. She made all the rounds. She did all, all of it. Rounds. She did all of it. I, I hate Danny Bonaduce circuit. She did the Danny Bonaduce circuit. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> she did. Oh, so terrible. Yeah, I feel like there is this like underlying contempt, and it's like very childish that they have this like competitive thing with each other. I don't know what it's like yeah. to be an identical twin. I imagine maybe it's weird for some people. I know the bond is incredibly strong. How could it not be? But I feel like they have, they've like done this thing for so long, their whole lives where everything has to be identical. It's like, that's literally their identity is that they do everything together. Yeah. And especially when they still live together, it makes the relationship right. that much more weird. I mean, are they, are these women going to therapy? Cause the, like, there is a lot to unpack for both of them. So much. Just like a uh, lot of the dynamics. The other thing I wanted to know, so we know Aniko and Aspen well, uh -huh. because Darcy posts about them on Instagram all the time, and we yeah. see them on the show. Where's Stacy's kids? That's what I'm curious about, because I know, I'm pretty sure she has a son. I don't know how many kids she has, but yeah, I, maybe, I'm assuming that the ex won't let them be filmed. That might be it that i mean i don't know um i love little ankle and aspirin i, I <laughs> think they're so you know they're wise above their years yes ankle as all thing, the kids as all the kids on this show are the kids absolutely. the kids have to grow up fast so fast they see too much they hear way too much they're way too involved in their parents relationships yeah ankle is begging for her mother to find a man who's like American maybe or at least somebody closer to her age because she's like she's or, or she was like American or Mexico somewhere closer whatever she said she's like South America like just not not so far uh, yeah like I'm tired of getting left with Aunt Stacy three weeks every other year yeah uh she's got to be sick of it um does. we get introduced to their debut Fun summer jam, lock your number, which they dance around the kitchen table. I gotta say, Stacy was like, this is a fun empower summer empowerment jam. And I just don't see anything empowering about text me as soon as you get home. <laughs> like <laughs> Well, I mean, I I mean that in and of itself is like can be innocuous, but but the subtext of Darcy and Stacy saying that it's not. Right. Like, at first I thought it was called Block Your Number because they said that she wrote it after they broke up with Jesse. Yeah, like, but this is about her being like, yeah, that's what I thought too. But no, it's Lock Your Number. And I have heard the song before on YouTube. It's not a good song. No. Why do they all sound like this? All these reality stars who make songs, they sound exactly the same. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. 
Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with and Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that and Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at bowlandbranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. A lot of auto-tune, a lot of oomphs, oomphs, oomphs happening. Yeah. yeah. It's not I a good know. song. It doesn't even have a melody. It's like it doesn't yeah. – <laughs> I, I don't get this song at all. I'm a little disappointed in both of them for this. I mean, look, it's their first song. I think they should try harder. I think you – know, yeah. you, know you know who was the one successful – person who transitioned who pivoted which her music was fucking awful but it was like it was the most memorable was a uh, Heidi Montag oh hell yeah like yeah. that beach music video <laughs> they need to do a video like that I mean that's part of the reason why Heidi and Spencer went broke is because she was paying for these big time producers yep but making right shitty music <laughs> to make right, the music and i'm saying like on this on the level of reality stars hers was on the good side and it was yeah. awful it was god <laughs> awful but she spent so much money i remember that era where it was like heidi spent a million dollars or whatever they working really, with gaga's producers oh ugh, my gosh they really fucked up i have no sympathy for how bad they fucked that whole thing up they fumbled the bag so hard so and fucking so quickly. Hard. Oh, so oh. fast. <laughs> Makes me so mad. Oh um, I, I feel like going back to the weird competitive thing that the Silva twins have is mm-hmm. like, I just noticed there's so much concern trolling with them, with each other. Yes. Like they mm-hmm. do a lot of like, well, aren't you worried about this? Did you ever think about that? Like, I'm just worried about you. I'm just thinking about you. But it's like a lot of poking the so passive aggressive yes so yeah stacy's packing for new york because florian's coming but she wants to have him like experience manhattan before she takes him back to middletown connecticut um her she has like the darcy level of packing which is take (laughs) like the big international i'm gonna be gone for several weeks bag for three nights tops maybe yeah and, um, and she does the Darcy signature move of changing in confined spaces. Yeah. <laughs> oh my God. I loved, I love, I love that. But as she's packing Darcy's, like you can see her little face mm-hmm. scrunching up and <laughs> she's like, well, so do you think like Florian has any money to spend once you guys get to New York or are you just going to be paying for everything? And it's like, not a bad question, but it's. It's also like, well, wh- it was a loaded Maybe. question. It was, yeah. a, it was a loaded, it was meant to remind Stacy, your boyfriend doesn't have any money and he's 25 years old. So you're gonna be paying for everything, which like Darcy, you date the same guys. <laughs> exactly. Like you're not wrong, but you are wrong because do we think that Jesse was bankrolling their relationship or even Tom? No. no. 
Tom's probably so fucking cheap. Are you kidding me? Oh, please. Please. Like, Tom probably made them go Dutch on every dinner, but he would, like, show up with, like, a new expensive watch or something. <laughs> That's Tom's vibe. Exactly. I I mean, we saw Jesse lived in, like, a hotel room, yeah. basically, in yeah. Amsterdam. Um, yeah, she – my gosh. The producer asked both of them, do you think – things are going to change between y'all's relationship once Florian comes and Stacy's like yeah I mean it's gonna have to I'm gonna be spending more time with him and Darcy was like well she needs to remember that we're we have a sister bond <laughs> so is he gonna okay. be living in the house with ankle and aspirin and Darcy like that is gonna be a nightmare I guess <laughs> it's gonna be that is gonna be a lot torture like I <sighs> I cannot believe it. I can't wait for that. I feel so bad for those teenage daughters, but you know what? Uh, hopefully they become like TikTok stars and make a lot of money. I don't know. I just, <laughs> I just feel so, it, it can't, that can't be good. That, that energy in there with Florian in the mix. No. And Florian's actually like a really nice mellow guy. I like him. But just the jealousy between the Silva twins is so strong that just his presence there in that house with them, it can't be good. No. And, like, Florian's closer in age to ankle and aspirin than he is to his own fiance. <laughs> he really is. And like, that needs to be stated. He's, he's young for me. He's young for the same age, Kara. Yeah. Like, yeah. that's too young for me. I would... I mean, the idea of dating a man who's 25, like, kill me. Yeah, kill no. Me. No. No. <laughs> no, thank you. I would never. Ew. Okay. Yeah. Let, we end the episode, iconic scene of Stacy putting herself in the back of the trunk, at the back of her car, changing into her, like, gaga, you know, like, bad romance heels. They really were. <laughs> Tripping on the way to the airport. Oh my gosh. Dude, the trip, the whole time, that was a reveal for me because I thought it was Darcy the whole time. It seemed like it was going to be Darcy, but yeah. they really got us with that. They really, that was a plot twist. I'm like, oh, Stacy's the one who trips. Because <laughs> they really do, like, they dress the exact same. It, literally, Darcy's <laughs> helping Stacy get her luggage into the car and they're wearing matching fur full-length hooded coats amazing. darcy in pink and stacy in white it was amazing that look was that look was so good <laughs> I don't, why, did she, why did she need that whole outfit and they were both wearing matching ripped jeans it's probably uh, like december at this point yeah stacy's in a crop top <laughs> It's just so much look and like also both of them like I mean it's certainly like I feel like the way their style it was like a it's like what people like what reality stars I mean because I've actually recently talked about this on a recent episode of Hollywood Crime Scene how like reality star style like Housewives and uh, Vanderpump Rules like that type of reality star like they all have the same style. Yeah. It's like a lot of tight, like bandage dresses, a lot of shiny stuff, a lot of Louis Vuitton, a mm -hmm. lot of Louis Vuitton. It's like they never have evolved past 2008. 
it's like very dated. It's very dated, but also like very fast fashion. Fast fashion. Very fast trendy. fashion. Trendy. Yeah. So trendy. Like things that you could never wear six months from now. Right. But they're still wearing them 10 years they're later. They're still wearing them. <laughs> <laughs> like I, you know, Darcy is the only person I know of and Stacy too, who still wears liquid leggings. Right. <laughs> Which, to be honest, I would love for those to make a comeback. That is like the one style from 2008 I loved because you could just, because they were leggings that you could go out in, you know, and they were comfy. But they're still wearing them and rocking them. Like, where do you even buy those anymore? I don't even know where you buy those anymore. I I honestly, AliExpress, like, I have no idea. You know what? I think they're doing a lot of AliExpress shopping. Mm -hmm. A lot of Fashion Nova, a lot of AliExpress. Oh, God bless him. Yeah, God we bless him. Episode on Stacy crying in JFK and praying with her head down on one of those like guard bars. Yes. I, oh my gosh. I, <laughs> she thinks that Florian is sacrificing the nothing that he has going on in Albania to be with her. Yeah. And that makes her feel special. <sighs> It is, <laughs> it is really sad. It's, it's, I, uh, look, I want, like I said, I want to reiterate, both of us want the best for the Silva twins, specifically yes. Darcy, because we know Darcy the best because we have a relationship with Darcy Silva, mm-hmm. you know? And yeah, I want the same thing for Stacy too, because if Stacy's happy, then Darcy's happy. Right. I they just both like, need to be yeah. happy at the same time, equally happy. Otherwise, it's just a disaster. And like I've said this before, like I think on my old 90-day podcast, like I am under no illusions of being able to fix a man anymore, but I think I could fix the Silva twins. They need a lot of intensive therapy. Yeah. Couples therapy, and by couples, I mean them too, and individual therapy. We could just get them a man who's like 30 to 33. 30, 30 even. Just 30. <laughs> I mean, I know Tom was older, but he but was a bit was of Tom. a... That, that was, was Tom. Tom. <laughs> someone who isn't so obsessed with status and looks. I mean, a li- like someone who can appreciate that stuff because obviously yeah. that's important to Darcy and Stacy. Like they can appreciate fancy things. But that they're not so vain, maybe. I don't know. Yeah. Ugh. I just I just want the best for them because I really love them. And I think they have such potential to, and I want to see them in happy relationships. They've given us so much. Yeah. Especially Darcy. Especially She's led Darcy. out for the show and yep. the 90-day franchise as a whole. Mm-hmm. And she deserves all the dividends that come with that. Absolutely. I agree. How would you rate the premiere episode? Um, I thought it was pretty good. I mean, it, I, you know, it wasn't like anything too crazy happened, but I felt like they were, they had to set up like the narrative. They had to set up sort of like, here's, here's all the, and they had to, you know, do the retrospective of their relationships. So I thought it was pretty good. I don't know. I don't know what kind of rating I would give it, but I thought it was like adequate for a premiere. I have high hopes for the season. Yeah. Um, I I, I want to see where this is going. Yeah. Do you, I mean, it seems pretty obvious that 
Florian are not going to be throughout the season. <laughs> that he's going to be there throughout the season? And I, I don't think things are going to um, but I don't know. Maybe they'll just be faking us out. Stacey definitely seems like the kind of woman who gets upset rightfully, but then yeah. very quickly forgives. Yeah. And I mean, I'm so. I'm also curious about the talk that the dad is going to have with Florian. Yes, he did vow to have a one-on-one man-to-man talk about these pictures. I mean, like, can you imagine being a dad your daughter's 45 years old and having a heart-to-heart with her 25 year old boyfriend that's weird there's something weird about that it's very weird oh my gosh yeah do you have any other thoughts I I don't but I do I am excited to see where this goes and you know I follow Darcy religiously on Instagram so I'm just excited same Thank you so much for coming on and talking to me about this. Thank you for having me. As always, it's such a pleasure to come be on the show. I listen to this show, so it's always really fun because, you know, I'm usually like talking out loud to myself when I'm listening to you. Like, yes, I agree, Kara. I agree. <laughs> well, anyway, yes, thank um, you so much. You have a great podcast that I listen to. Tell everybody oh. about that. It's called Hollywood Crime Scene, and I co-host it with my friend Desi, and we talk about crimes and scandals related to celebrities or movies that were based on real crimes or crimes that happen in Los Angeles. So check it out. Love that. And you guys also have really great bonus episodes. Oh, yeah. Where you talk about anything under the sun. They're great. I love your series about who had the biggest dicks in Hollywood. (laughs) (laughs) incredible two-part series two-part series it was (laughs) (laughs) oh my gosh well yeah everybody go check out the hollywood crime scene podcast it's amazing again thank you so much you have a great evening you too